Micah here with the first Black at Stand podcast, brought to you by the Black Student Union here at Stan State. I am one of the co-hosts. My name is Micah. I'm Joy. I'm Maya. I'm Ashton. And I'm Jada. So, like, basically on the show, we're going to talk about everything black news, sports, music. We're going to talk about awkward situations that we've gone through on campus and, like, kind of things happening on campus as well. Um, so the first... Uh, the first thing we're going to talk about is awkward situations as a black person here. Uh, I personally, I get them a lot because, like, I'm involved in Greek life, mm-hmm. and that's, like, predominantly white people, if I'm pretty sure y'all are aware. Um, so, like, a funny story for me is when I was a pledge, like, one of the dudes walked up to me, and he was like, hey, Mike, dude, like, I really respect the fact that you're not ghetto. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, well, you don't act like I de- you deserve my respect off the bat. And I was like... Okay. You stay Wow. We were just like one dude, so I, I didn't think it was going to like represent everybody, but yeah. Did it? No. <laughs> 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 I, don't know. I guess I'll tell my story because like, I told this already to you guys though, but when I was living in the dorms, um, it was at night and it was just like this girl, I think she was living in the dorms and then like her, her dad was walking in and typically, like, when you're walking up to the gate, you're, like, you leave the door open for the next person that's coming, and I was behind him. And he was, like, um, oh, do you do you go here? Do you have your ID on you? Like, yes, nigga, I go here. <laughs> like, why are you asking me for my ID? Why would I be walking into the gate at, like, what, 2 in the morning for what? Oh, wait, wait, it wasn't, like, an employee. It was just, like, somebody. No, dad. it was, like, somebody's father. Like, you don't go here. <laughs> I would have been, like, boy, you better. <laughs> no, it's funny. Wow, okay. It was, yeah. So my awkward situation, and it's funny because the said roommate is in the room. Um, my edges are really bad, <laughs> like they're really weak. So like one of my braids came out, and she like screaming, "You weave!" <laughs> and I had to like sit there and like pull out braiding hair and pressy combs and like different like greases and oils and, and explain to her like, "This isn't a weave. This is braiding hair. This is synthetic hair. This is crochet hair." And it's like, I thought it was really funny. <laughs> I've had those moments. <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah, it's really awkward explaining, like, I just our hair. Going, at least for me, coming from, like, an area that is pretty mixed. Because, like, I come from, like, L.A. So, like, coming here where it's just predominantly white. And, like, it's just not the same experience. It's just really kind of awkward stepping onto campus and not seeing peop- a lot of people that are kind of, like, look like you. No, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I feel like it's not very different for me, though, because... Where do you come from? I'm, like, from Palmville. I think Michael's Ooh-hoo. from, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yeah, there's, like, black people there, but it depends on where you go to for school. So where I went, there was more white kids and Mexicans than there were black kids. Same. And so, oh, yeah, you went to uh, the private school there. Yeah, the, the private school. <laughs> <laughs> the private, someone had money. Yeah, everybody thought we were the rich kids, but I'm broke as hell, if y'all didn't know. <laughs> Yeah, it was, like, really different. So when that happened to me, it was just something I was used to, getting mm. stares from, like, other people or the comment where, oh, 
you're not ghetto. You're a different type of black person. You know, I get that a lot. Um, my best friend thinks I'm half white because <laughs> I'm not very ghetto. <laughs> That's coming. So how about the rest of you guys? I mean, for me, coming from the Bay Area, you know, being from Oakland and Hayward, coming out here was like a totally different change. Like, I remember when I first came onto this campus, we were like going through the parking lot with my mom, and like, I guess she saw people walking by, and she was like, oh, look, black people. I'm just like, mom, really? And she like said that out loud and everything. I'm just like, oh my God, I hope they didn't see us. But it's just like, coming out here, it's like, there's nothing out here, first of all, as far as like civilization. Yes, and then, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, think about it, though. All you have is Walmart and Target and some food. And farms. True. Yeah, right. full of nothing, though. <laughs> full of nothing. And None. so it's just like, coming out here was, like, totally different. Because, I mean, even, like, where I'm from in the area, it's kind of like, um, school was, like, pretty a good mix. You know, like you said, it was like, you know, you have your Latino and a couple of white and your Asian and you have black people, you know. And so, like, coming out here was very, very different. I feel like it's not mostly white here, though. I feel like it's, like, it isn't, mostly it's Latino. Mostly, yeah. You know, I'm black. Basically. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's still the same for us, yeah. but, yeah, yeah. I Definitely. mean, I think Santa Sauce is a Hispanic-serving institute, so, I mean, yeah. the mm-hmm. fact that there are, like, a variation of Latinos. That's a good bridge. Have y'all ever... My bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, have y'all ever, like, been walking around? Like, well, you know, like, a majority of our sports teams are black. They're, like, black people. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm not on a sports team, but you know how many times I get, like, I'll walk up in Pops, and they'll be like, oh, you getting some protein for practice? I'm like, what the <laughs> hell are you talking about? <laughs> that was I last never, year. and I, I thought re- you were. I, I, I quit after the first semester because oh, I kept getting okay. hurt. But I don't got none of the team stuff. I ain't on the team or nothing. You don't want track anymore? Mm-mm. Okay. I've gotten that, though, too, But because I, I, I do tours on campus. And then every usually every group that I get, they're like, "Oh, do you play basketball?" Like, no, I, I'm not involved I in sports. Like, well, why do you think I, I play basketball? So <laughs> it's because tall and black. You have to play basketball. Right. I get that so much. And I'm like, I don't. <laughs> yeah. I got soccer the other day for the first time, though. So oh, I thought sure. that was wild. <laughs> 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 I was like, "Ooh, soccer, okay." <laughs> okay, yeah, Maya. How about you? The awkward situations. I haven't had any on campus at all. Like, You're blessed. <laughs> right. No, I can't even think of anything like out of the ordinary. Nothing. Oh, that's cool. I mean, have you got like any like questions or anything though? Like, no. not at all. Oh, wow. Are your roommates black? Oh, one of them is She's on the volleyball team. Oh, cool. So you got like some support. Yeah. I ain't never had a black roommate. Me either. Well, yeah. He's actually from the same area from, as me too. Probably like the only two people from Temecula who go here. Oh, it's Temecula. Exactly. But <laughs> it's in, it's in between San Diego and LA. It sounds oh, familiar. Yeah, I know that is. yeah it sounds that familiar. Actually, I just have never. I know where that is. I have another one, kind of. It was it was recent though. I don't know if this is like an experience, but I have them like a music class. And you guys know what like minstrel shows are? Oh yeah. 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 Okay. So like, he was basically teaching us how um, the professor was teaching us how like music was kind of birthed in that in America. But he kept like trying to like dance around it. He was like, "Oh, but I mean, even though it was racist, like it was still like there was music that developed in here." But like he kept like reiterating that, like, "Okay, we get it. We can move on to the next topic." But Is I don't it? Know, it was just like I think I know which professor you're talking about too, because I had a situation with him. Also, oh. don't you have, <laughs> weren't you gonna talk about McDonald's? What happened at McDonald's? Oh man, so <laughs> <laughs> let me tell y'all. So okay, okay, I go to McDonald's yesterday with my friend. I ordered two McChickens and a medium fry, and he asked for the same thing. So it's four McChickens 
and two medium fries. I get to the first window, and the and the dude messes up on my order, and he makes me pay for two McChickens and two medium fries. I I go home, I get to my food, and I don't see four McChickens, so I'm hot. <laughs> okay, so I call McDonald's and they don't answer the phone, and I'm like, okay. You called McDonald's. Yeah, I called McDonald's. <laughs> I mean, you could just go back no. to the yeah. store. I'm about okay. to waste gas if they're not gonna answer. The no, but see, <laughs> no, but see, that's the reason why. Okay, look, this is what my mom taught me, right? Whenever you order anything, regardless if they got it right or not, check your bag before you pull right. off of the drive thru. Yeah, yeah I, worked I was like, I always worked. check your. Oh, stuff. so it's my fault, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't know like McDonald's had a number. Like they have a help desk. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, hey, I went to Google real quick. Talk <laughs> 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 to McDonald's. Turn like, like, poor Maya. <laughs> I know. I Ask Siri like, like call McDonald's. Okay, so, okay, so I call again like an hour later, <laughs> and like the lady answers, and she gives me like the worst attitude in the world. She's like telling me I'm trying to lie for two McChickens. That's like two bucks. So I roll up there, oh my and the lady's like, "Let me see your receipts." So I hand her my receipts, and she still don't want to give me the damn McChickens. So I kind of rose hell in there, and then like, yeah, basically I was frustrated. I just want to get that out. So you know you went to McDonald's, right? Yeah. Right. (laughs) It's not known for great customer service. I mean, it's known for good good food either. It's known for good McChickens, though, and I wanted my McChickens. What were you going to say? I mean, it isn't really, like, important now, but, I mean, you should always check your bag. Like, I worked in In-N-Out, and sometimes you're just stressed out. You just put stuff in there and hand it out. Right. And check their bags. Because you just want to get, you just don't want to get yelled at. So you want to get your your cars away, like, Mm. to go. Mm -hmm. Dang. I didn't get mommy chickens last night, so I'm hurt. <laughs> yeah, and like the, as long as the lines are, you just kind of want to keep things moving. Yeah. So it's like you always got to check your bag. Oh, I see. Well, Jada, you want to get into the black light segment? Yeah, sure. So uh, Rutgers University in New Brunswick in New Jersey renamed its College Avenue Apartments in honor of Sojourn Truth. And it now holds 440 upper-class students. In addition to that, their former Kilmer Library is named after James Dixon Carr, who was the first African-American student to get his degree in 1892 and then went to attend Columbia Law School. <laughs> Wait, I never knew his name. That's the first, like, brother to get a degree, period? No. At, uh, oh, at that school? Yeah, at Rutgers. Oh, that's, dang, that's cool. That's <laughs> dope. Yeah, that's real cool. And then uh, last night, yeah, because last night was Sunday, Dave Chappelle won his first Emmy Award. Thanks to his Saturday Night Live hosting debut. Yes, Dave Chappelle. (laughs) Right? (laughs) And it had the highest views between the age ranges of 18 and 49 since 2013. I think that's funny because Dave Chappelle is like such a huge like icon for everybody. Yeah, I'm glad he's getting some praise because he, I don't know what happened to him. They said he was in like Africa or something for like five years. He just went on hiatus, so. Mm-hmm. I'm glad he's back. I mean, if you, hey, the conspiracy theorists be saying that, like to some country, I don't know which. I know he's married. He has like two kids now. He talked about in his comedy special on Netflix. Oh yeah, and he talked about me and OJ Simpson too. But yeah. We won't get into that. Three but different that was times. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, Salone Stevens, who was ranked 957 in the world less than two months ago, scored at the top of the tennis world on Saturday. And she beat one of the 15th rank fellow American Madison Keys in the U.S. Open Women's Finals, which is funny because Stevens also like had a foot surgery and missed 11 months of competitive play and still kicked some ass. This is tennis. Yeah. 
Dang, so she didn't run into Venus or Serena, huh? Right. I'm guessing. Dang. Can you give the girl her Oh, no. I'm, I'm not going to say it. I'm just saying. All right. She's young. She had foot surgery. She had right. played for almost an entire year. But she didn't play Venus or Serena. I just saw the video of her getting the check, and it was hilarious because, like, her eyes started bucking. They got all big. (laughs) Couldn't believe it. It was real funny. Yeah, Keys was really upset, too, because she, like, missed her, like, serve or something Mm. in the first set and gave her a lead. That's just so. How much was her check again? Like, it was, like, three point something. Right. Million. My eyes get like that when I even get a check that's, like, 200, so. (laughs) I just imagine. (laughs) My eyes like that when I get a demo for $2.56. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And then uh, the last one is Jason Brownlee. He was a pilot with the U.S. Coast Guard. He saved, what, like 20 people um, during the flood in Houston. And that was like three times as many people he's rescued since he became a pilot like three years ago. Mm, that's impressive. That's impressive. So where, where, where did this take place again? I'm sorry. Uh, in Houston. Houston. Yeah, Hurricane Harvey. He was already, like, flooded in. He got out, and then he went out and saved people over the course of, like, a few days. Yeah, I feel bad for the people in Houston because they're kind of getting – we all had, like – America had the pity for them, and then Florida got hit with the hurricane, so Mm -hmm. everyone forgot about Houston. And then I think a hurricane's coming to, like, some Caribbean country right now. So like Hurricane um, Maria, is it? Yeah. And they have another one formed behind that, Hurricane Lee. Where is Jose right now? Who's Jose? Oh, the, the hurricane. Oh, the hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> hurricane um, Jose is in front of Maria, I think. It's okay. Like, so yeah. are they even hitting, like, the mainland U.S.? In, or even think, any, like, country? I think Maria's only hitting the islands. I don't think it's hitting the U.S. Okay. So does that make you guys think that the world's ending now? Since all this crap is happening? People with keep saying that, like... I know, mean... <laughs> well, I mean, like, I mean, I've seen like, a, and I've seen and I've heard like a lot of people take it into like biblical context and be like, mm. oh, now like the Bible says like, oh, this and this is gonna happen, so that means God is coming back. I feel like people and, do that all the time. Though. Mm. Yeah, like, and so like, I'm just this is like, the same people that see Jesus in like their tortilla or something. <laughs> so like, I don't know how people how many times you could say the world is ending now, and it's not. So yeah. Many. Right. Y'all remember 2012? Yeah, I saw that too. I saw that too. Somebody posted on Instagram or Facebook. They were like, oh, 2012 was late. You, like, real late. Real late. Come on now. All right, silly question. If Jesus did come down, it was like him and the Antichrist, whose side would you fight for? What kind of question is that? Wait, what kind of question? (laughs) You can do it. I mean, the, the war can go either way at this point. So listen. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I think I'd fight for Jesus. Okay. Uh, you think? Okay. <laughs> you, need, you need some time? Yeah, I was okay. thinking about it. Because okay. if you go to, like, the Antichrist and try to figure out what deals you can get, I mean, he could still kill you. But if you just go to Jesus, like, you fight for him. <laughs> if you just go to Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he'll be pretty cool if you decided to, like, leave or something. Because he'd be like, it's your choice. Yeah, I feel like you're digging yourself in a hole right now. Someone will save you. That was an evil topic. (laughs) Right. Move on. We're going to pray for you, Jaden. Please do. All right, was that the last of the uh, light news? Okay, I got a news story for y'all. It's real huge, okay? So y'all heard of the Catch Me Outside girl? Bye. Uh, (laughs) Oh, no. Hey, her rap name is Bad Barbie. She just <laughs> the H in the middle of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it she just got, an <laughs> <of her> <laughs> she just got 
Okay, she she just got signed to Atlant- Atlantic Records. I don't know how big the deal was, but like. Oh, it was like millions. Oh, it was like millions. Yeah. Who's listening to her music? She just I mean, she got like twenty five million she... views though. I literally like Did the other see... day. Oh, go ahead. No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I have her on Snapchat, and I like watch what she does and stuff. And she was like, "Why? Mm, right? Because you just, I just do. Okay. Why do people have Kylie Jenner on Snapchat? I ain't got you Kylie Jenner. I, mean, I don't have Kylie on Snapchat. Okay. Well, I have all of them on Snapchat. But anyway, she was like getting mad at people for calling her the Cash Me Outside girl. Like that's not the reason she's famous. Like she was just getting mad. And she was um trying to like clap back at people. They'd be like, "Oh, hey, Cash Me Outside. She'd be like, if you call me that, I'm not taking a picture with you. I'm not talking to you. Or like." Anything. She famous for disrespecting her mama. <laughs> that's right. what I'm saying. That's something. That's that all it is. I was thinking about the other day how people are like using their social media to get specifically into like their hip hop or rap career, and like yeah. especially how um, like I'm sure you guys saw how like hip hop is now like the um, most popular genre. Oh, that's just now happened. I mean, it was. I think this happened last year. It was oh. like officially. Yeah, and I think that's kind of worrying. Just like seeing. People like her or like Iggy Azalea, who just signed with Jay. What was it? What's Jay Z's record? Um, Rockefeller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I well, think. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I like Iggy Azalea. I'm not <laughs> not gonna lie to you. I, I her stuff. Some of it's good. It's I mean, some. Some. I think I've only heard oh, no. Black Widow, some. So. Some is good. Too. I just don't understand like how you could be from literally Australia and you get on a track and you're like, you sound like you're from like Texas. Well, she was yeah. born in Australia, and then her mom, like, kicked her out. See, you got to do your research. I'm not doing research. <laughs> <laughs> her mom kicked her out, and then she gets into the Florida. <laughs> so yeah, she, she, like was like, she, in, she was, like, kind of sort of, like, living in Miami, right? Yeah, for a while. Yeah. I mean, I mean I've listened to, I've, mm. <laughs> I don't know why T.I. gave her a cosign, but, I mean, it kind of just shows, like, the complete lack of uh, respect. Talent? Oh. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we talked about that, too. Yeah, the lack of talent. The lack of talent and, like, the lack of respect for our culture that is, like, really given in this society. I mean, have y'all heard of Riff Raff? Oh, yes. God. Okay. Like, y'all see him, like, with the grills and all the braids and stuff? That's what we look like to him. I just want people to understand that. Like, he wouldn't be doing that if he didn't feel like that's what we looked like. So, like, but that's what's gonna give I can't stand respect. people like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But, what's the new, this new guy, what's his name? Lil Pump? Lil Pump, Yeah. Yeah, dude. I can't. What is he? What? He's. I think he, he's Hispanic. Really? Yeah. Really? Oh. <laughs> we all said what? I only know that because my friend, my friend's Mexican, and he was like, "Yeah, little pump. He's Mexican, blah blah blah." And I was like, "Oh, okay." It I, seems like all you okay. have to do to be like a popular rap artist is like have like colored dreads and say "Yeah," and then you have like a multi-record like a deal. Oh, but it seems like everyone's. Is it's all the same to me. I, I mean, feel like rap's not taken seriously now, anyway. So they true. all rap about the same things. Well, let's not act like Lil Uzi don't slap. No, okay. yes, okay. yes, okay. yes, I'm not yes, saying it doesn't slap. I'm just saying but that like, all rap about It seems about like a lot of people are like copying him and like Young Thug and like all that that kind of like group of rappers, and it's like the same mm-hmm. piling up. Yeah, well, I mean, if you think about it, though, it's kind of like a circle that, like, you know, people listen to like. People like, you know, Young Thug and Tupac or whatever and kind of just like try to remake their tracks first and then be like kind of make it into their own thing, whether it's like using the same beat or a mixed beat or mm-hmm. however they want to do it. I mean, either way, it's going to always be the same thing. You're just going to either have change a little bit of the words or change a little bit of the beat and just have the, like the same stuff behind it or like the same meaning behind it or mm-hmm. whatever you want to do with it. It's always going to be the same thing because it's like people want to act like they're original when they rap and it's just like. I feel like the only thing really original about you is like 
your tone. Yeah, that's fair. It's not really your words because... this generation is unoriginal. Yeah, like, this whole generation is unoriginal. It really is. I mean, get it together. We still 90s fashion. I'm not mad about it because I'm wearing overalls right now, but... Like, what are we known for? Uh, we got, um... We're babies, that's what we're um, about. We, we got... <laughs> hey, no, 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 let's listen. We got Beyonce, we got... Yes, we that's do. Not, that's not ours. She's, like, 2000, like, early 2000. Exactly, that's <laughs> us. That's us. We gonna take her. Okay. That's for us. We got Rihanna. I thought about, like, too. as far as, like, style, like... The only thing that I think that is significantly, like, late 2000s is, like, the olive green and, like, earth tony stuff that, like, Kanye West started doing, and then... It's kind of like insta baddie fashion, like uh, that type wait, of stuff. No, yeah, not like wait, which kind of that was Kanye you talking about? You yeah, talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Like we talking about crazy Kanye right now. Or are we talking no, about no, college Kanye, dropout? Like bombers and like oh his style, yeah, yeah, stuff like, and like brown style, and tan yeah. and stuff like that. Good old Kanye. That's the only thing that I can think of is like significantly kind of sort of ours. Speaking of Kanye, Kardashians are known for ruining black men's lives. Think yeah. About it. Well, to yeah. be honest, think about it. When's the last time Tiger made a good song? Tiger. Exactly. Hey, I mean, like that. Okay, he was like, on the radio. It's true, though. He was. It really radio. is. You know, the basketball player Kim married for like three months. Uh, Chris Humphreys. Yeah. Okay, where is he now? Oh, he was garbage before oh, this. So. <laughs> okay, but they're ruining Lamar Odom. Oh yeah, she she hurt my brother Lamar. Yeah. Kanye yeah. 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 is going for real. What do you say? Can I say it on here? I remember hearing it, but I don't. Can I say it on here? The sense of yourself. Do you know like, uh, he's not just that coach. her um her space smelled like earring bag? Oh, I did hear that. <laughs> so we're gonna go into the next topic. <laughs> <laughs> that was wasn't this not rude though? Yeah, that is that's I mad rude. That's his, yeah, that's his oh, ex wife too, that's not cool. But um so Joy, can you tell us about the step team? Um, we do have a step team starting today actually. We have practice today. At the Fitzpatrick Arena from 7 to 9. Um, I'm super excited. I am leading the step team. We are also going to try to incorporate dance with um, one of the other members. So I think it will be really fun. I think it's a great way to further unite our BSU and our black students on campus and kind of create more of a family-based society within each other. So I'm really excited for that. Um, kind of like, you know, stomp the yard type of feeling like I got mm. in my body right now. <laughs> you know, I watched all the Stomp the Yard movies, all all that, just all of it. Shoot, I thought there was just one, but there's, there's there two. more. There's, oh, there's two. two. Is the second but one like, good? It's, <laughs> it's like, right. well, like, in my opinion, the first movie of anything is always better than, like, the second, third, fourth, like. Lies. Because <laughs> the first step up was good, but the second and the third one. The first step, wait, step up was good. I thought yeah, we were talking about Stomp the Yard. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, but we're, we're like, talking about sequels and, like, you know, oh, like, the oh, okay, first and, movie. Okay, yeah. Silence of the Lambs was good, but I feel like Hannibal was better. Yeah. So you just, you just, you want to push this jump. You're leading to Cannibals. But I mean, it's like, <laughs> I it depends on like how you do no. it though, because like, it depends on like if you use the same actors or not, and like, kind of like how you set the story, because some of them are better, but some of them aren't. I mean, I was done with Stomp the Yard when Chris died, but that's just me. He did die now. I was hurt. They grabbed that brick, and it was a wrap for Chris. But okay, uh, for the first topic, we were going to talk about DACA and like how that affects uh, CSU Stanislaus as a whole. I know we have a good uh, number of students that are significantly affected by this. Um, so, Jada, 
you are our political expert. <laughs> oh, great. All right, so on Monday in San Francisco, um, Nancy Pelosi, which is Trump's House of Minority Leader, confronted um, like everybody about the DREAM Act and how they're going to still protect the 700,000 students that are still enrolled by the Deferred Action for Child um, Childhood Arrivals Program. But it was also going to mean that they were going to have um, like more security around, around the U.S.-Mexican border, which is kind of mm. crazy. So 40 protesters, like right after her speech, came in and were screaming, it's all of us or none of us. Um, they demanded for a clean bill, which meant that the Dream Act would either go up or down on its own without any language regarding the border security. Mm, that's that's a shame. I mean, I don't know how, I don't know how Donald got in there anyway. But he's in there now. He's doing what he wants to. Because mm -hmm. people are stupid. Just for like anyone who's listening, who's unfamiliar with the program, um, DACA stands for Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, and it essentially um, protects undocumented students. Um, basically, immigrants as children, and it grants work permits for them as well. And um, I guess most uh, universities are like behind the like undocumented students. Um, particularly, I just want to touch on like the CSU Stanislaus and the CSU system because they are um, they do provide resources from undocumented students. So if any of you are under that program, I would recommend that you go to calstate.edu/resources-for-undocumented-students. I don't know. Should I repeat that? Yeah, repeat that one okay. more time. <laughs> Calstate.edu slash resources dash for dash undocumented dash students. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, I would say, like, the biggest problem I have with the whole DACA thing is that I feel like the U.S., we, we just, we do not learn from our history at all. Like, we elected, we elected Donald Trump, who was, like, essentially an open white supremacist. Yeah. Yeah, like, just to be honest, like. And we took him as a joke. I mean, I don't think a lot of people realize, like, Jim Crow started as a joke, too. Jim Crow was a minstrel show where a white dude danced and acted like he was a black person. And look what they did with that. They said, oh, Jim Crow's funny. It's popular. So, you know, let's go ahead and uh, make some laws to subjugate Negroes even more. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, mm -hmm. we need to learn from our history. We don't. That's, you know, that's kind of... Oh, that's my take on it. To people be honest, people elected Donald Trump because they didn't take the election seriously, which is crazy because only a fourth of like the U.S. really does vote, like actually goes in and votes. And when they do vote, they only vote for like presidency, which is really stupid. Mm -hmm. And then our vote, like as a society, didn't even count. So it was in the preliminaries, and he got voted in by everyone else, which is stupid. A lot of people don't believe that, you know, that he brought out a different type of group of people in the U.S. And it was, like, really scary for a lot of people. He's so, like, against a lot of things. Yeah. I, the only, only, only good thing I'll say about Donald Trump becoming president is that he woke a lot of people up. Because a lot of people were on that, like, oh, like, I don't get why black people always call America racist. But, like, now you know. Now you know why. Mm -hmm. It's funny because they still don't get it, though. There's still people who are like, I still don't see it. It's yeah. just on people. <laughs> it's like, no, it's a lot of people. Or, like, my yeah. best friend, um, she called me the other day. She's uh, half Argentinian. She speaks, like, fluent Spanish, but mm -hmm. the problem is she has blonde hair and blue eyes. So mm. she looks, like, fully white. She called me the other day. Um, she, uh, uh, <laughs> she, <laughs> she was calling me the other day really upset because, like, some 
like some people were messing with her and her mom and like saying racial slurs and stuff in front of her grandparents and it was to the point where and I just caught this the other day where she told me I was like it is what it is it's the world like and I thought how sad that is like as African-American that you're used to hearing people say racial slurs and for bad things to happen and you have a choice to either like fight it or walk away hmm. yeah it is very true so um yeah, is there anything else you guys want to touch up on with DACA? Um, I provided my piece. You sure did, Ashton. I- <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I guess what we can get into now is a Jason Stockley acquittal. All righty. So for those who don't know, uh, so there's a African-American by the name of Anthony Lamar Smith, and in 2011 he was suspected um, of a drug deal, and it led into a highway speed chase and this officer Jason Stockley shot and killed Lamar um, Smith and just recently on Friday after he like left it to be a judge's decision uh, they acquitted him and a lot of people were upset about that this happened when they that like the actual, actual incident uh-huh. happened in 2011 and he just oh, okay. now got acquitted for it and he was an officer, which was kind of crazy, but not at the Do same time. Do you know time. why they let it kind of, like, so drag long. along so long? Jason Stockley's uh-huh. white, I'm guessing? Oh, yes. Well, that <laughs> probably has a lot to do with it. Yeah. But, hmm. I mean, like I said earlier, history repeats itself. Like It's not new. Yeah, it's nothing new. It's something that happens a lot, it's unfortunately. Just, it's kind of sad how much, like, all these shootings kind of, like, piled up. And, like, like, I didn't even know. Not that I, like... Like, as much information as you just brought up, like, I didn't know that much about it. So it's just like, yeah. At one point, they just kind of start, like, melding together. Yeah. Yeah. Getting numb to it. Mm -hmm. That was my first time I heard about it. Again, you know, as an African American, like, in the community, you're learning all these bad things are happening, and you're just like, well, shit, it happens. You know, it's not something that's new or big, you know. And a lot of my friends are like, so why do they only bring up when a white officer shoots a black person? Or, you know, what about if it sh- somebody shoots an Asian person or Asian officer shoots a black person? And then people have defended that. Though. Like, people have brought that up. Like, maybe you're not paying attention, but there have been other incidences. Where they Incident, break it up, Incidences, yeah. I'll put up. Incident. <laughs> <laughs> it's just more brought into the news because history you know black people and white people don't have the cleanest history so people want to bring it up there to have more problems yeah yeah and i kind I, I of i hate that argument uh oh if a, if a white officer or more white people are killed by the cops than black people but oh I'm that's like, so stupid i'm oh like okay God. so like here's the thing and like when you go through a basic statistics class they teach you, you need like a good sample size you can't just like there's 13 percent black people in the country mm-hmm. approximately White people, I don't know, but it's way more than thirteen <laughs> percent. Okay, definitely. so the fact that more white people are more white people are killed more does not prove like an argument to say that that happens more to you guys than just to us. Mm-hmm. Or uh, when people say white people were slaves too. No, you're indentured servants. That means oh, you yeah. got to work <laughs> off for it. That's what the student athlete is today. You get fed. <laughs> That's <Damn>. your job. <laughs> it's true though. You get fed. It's your job to like yeah. represent the school. And you don't get paid for it for no like no matter how hard you work, no matter how much time you put in, you can't get paid for it. 
Jada just got real heavy on this. Because I snaps to that. It's true, though. Because it's like, if you think about it, too, it's like white people use drugs more than black people, but black people are the primarily ones that are in jail for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that get caught for it or caught for it because it's just like... Remember yeah. our art reading an article that was like, um, I forgot what specific drug that it was. I want to say either, yeah. Oh, was it? No, it, it might have been. <laughs> Sorry. It was, but a joke. it was predominantly white users rather than black ones. Wait, what one? Cocaine. Cocaine? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely. It's a hell of a drug. Yeah. In my, <laughs> okay, in my okay. where I'm from, Temecula, we have, um, most, some of the schools are mostly mixed, but there's one school and they're on, um, where they're, one of their sponsors is the casino, so they get a lot of money, they're, uh, they get a lot of money from the casino and stuff for, like, anything that they need, but there's predominantly white people there, and they're just known for, like, just snorting cocaine in bathrooms at their parties and stuff, and I feel like that's more of, like, a white person thing to do. I feel like not a lot of black people <laughs> go and just snort cocaine. I, I feel like they nah. get labeled with all the drugs, but... I mean, that's true, but... Um, Never mind. I don't know what I was talking about. <laughs> Most of the people that I've been friends with that end up, like, doing drugs have never been, like, they're not black. They're yeah. always, like, saying mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like, I'm not going to I'm, I'm not gonna say that we don't do drugs. Oh, I, I, heard it, I heard, like, cocaine is, like, at least the powder form is, like, really popular in New York. Well, cocaine's, like, a money drug. Uh, what, what I found funny is what Joy brought up is how there's more blacks in jail, but, okay, so cocaine is a money drug, and money in America equals white. Mm-hmm. be realistic crack is the drug that black people use because i mean we we broke so <laughs> if you look at like the criminal justice system at the time of the, the um war on drugs the people using cocaine would get like probation community service things like that and then the people who were getting convicted for crack aka the black people not just the black people but uh just minorities in general they would be hit with, like, minimum sentencing. So they'd get hit with, like, a five-year minimum sentence, ten-year minimum sentence, and things like that. And I just, I mean, if that's not, like, evidence to you that there's, like, something going on that's wrong, mm-hmm. then, like, I don't know what is. You kind of, it's kind of hard to deny white supremacy when you live in the belly of it. You, you see what I'm saying? Do you, what do, think, you, oh, go ahead. Uh, do you think, like, they feel superior because they're really not? You know, like, they're trying to make up for what they don't have? I'm... Yeah, not like that. I mean, like, not, um, I don't. Can you can you say the question again? Yeah. I'm sorry. They're trying to like make up for what they don't have. So if we put more black people in jail, then they can't surpass them. Like it, let's say something like football. There's more most or basketball. There's mostly African Americans are like the bigger players and the bigger stars. You think that like kind of threats what they feel? I don't think so necessarily. I think that it's something that's always kind of been in the fabric of America. So it's not so much as, like, I see you, like, rising up. Because I don't think we necessarily are, at least as an entire community. I think there's little pockets that black people can succeed in as far as, like, sports and music. But I don't think that kind of generates wealth for the entire community. Mm-mm. Especially so. when you got them spending on Instagram. We got Floyd Mayweather throwing 40 grand in a strip club. Like, yeah, you could have, you could have. <laughs> Right, we ain't gonna do that. Yeah. Can I ask a question real quick? Yeah. Um. So, like, as far as drugs, do you think they should just be completely decriminalized? Uh. 
and someone throws out the argument that weed is a plant, I'm gonna be mad. Because it's like <laughs> all dr- all drugs except for club drugs come from plants. They're just I mean, yeah, they're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I personally, I don't know. Um, my opinion on it is that what you choose to put in your body is your body. I don't think it should be something that's sanctioned by the government. Not necessarily saying that everybody should do cocaine now because it is kind of like an issue. Like, obviously, if it's abused, I think it's something that should be a health issue, not necessarily something that law enforcement is involved in. You just want it to be, like, an option out in there, you know? So, like, if it's not like that, but, like, it wouldn't be, like, it's not illegal, but you wouldn't be able to get in trouble for it if you did do it. Somewhat, yeah. Like, obviously, there should be some sort of sanctions on, like, drugs that are coming into the U.S., but I think that it shouldn't be as, like, harshly criminalized as it is. Well, I just feel like now that the the user is more criminalized than the dealer. Mm-hmm. So that, that's that's my big issue. Like, I don't know. I, I agree with you, Ashton. I think, like, we shouldn't be sitting in the prison for 10, 15 years for snorting some coke. Like, you know, I think uh, we should go after the dealers, A, and B, why don't we just offer those people, like, I don't know, counseling, send them to a rehabilitation center. I don't really understand how putting someone, trapping them in a box is going to make them any better of a person for 15 years. But, I mean, that's just my opinion. Yeah, I mean, like, if you think about it, it's kind of like all, like, a victimless crime. Like, you're not really hurting anybody or a society by doing that. It's, It's basically, like, a choice that you choose to yourself. And it's kind of just like the like you said, Mike could like put them in the box. It's not, it's not gonna help. And you know, like even if they get out of jail or probation or parole or whatever, it's not like they don't have the option not to go back and do it anyway. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, um, so today also we're gonna talk about kind of we're gonna preview the Black Student Union meeting that's gonna be happening next Wednesday at MSR one thirty at seven thirty. Um, and, this, and the topic is actually the N-word and how we feel about that. Like, not yeah. more of the history of the N-word, but more of, like, how we feel about it Feel about it in everyday interactions. Like, I know me personally, I don't like when other people say it, but I'm not going to... I'm not your mama. I'm not going to sit up here and police you what you can and can't say. Yeah. You dig butt. How you guys feel about who that? Who can say it? Like, Black people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, like, that's, like, that's part of the topic, though. Like, like, black people saying it versus, like, non-black people saying it. I kind of like how you feel about that. Just because I know, like, for me, like, I don't say it, but if I did say it, I probably wouldn't feel any, like, type of way about it. Because, I mean, it's me saying it. But if, like, somebody else, like, said it to me, I would kind of feel some type of way. Like, you just, what? Mm -hmm. I just think reclaimed slurs should be, should really only be said by the people who was used against or reclaimed by. So that goes by the N-word, that goes by for the F-word. Not like F-U, but F-A. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah, I was lost a little bit right there. Mm-hmm. Okay, I cut off <laughs> okay. immediately. <laughs> Whoa. Um, I don't know. I feel like it depends on who says it. Because for me, it's like someone else, like another minority might say it, or like a white person might say it, and I won't feel a certain way. But if a white person says it, and I feel like they're saying it a certain way that isn't like the way I'm using it maybe like a term of endearment or just like a right. word to throw in between words then I'm gonna say something like oh can you not say mm-hmm. it 
just like not around me at least i just don't get like what connection other people would have to that word to make them kind of like want to say it in a way yeah exactly they want to be cool when they ask like how come only black people can say it i'm like why you want to say it right you know what i mean like you want to know why because they black people are cool (laughs) (laughs) that's why they want to be cool i think that's interesting (laughs) i think like how like and the, the, it kind of factors into how hip hop is like now the most popular yeah. genre, and you can kind of see like Everyone how black culture that. is like very popular, especially now. I don't know the other like just today I saw this like saw this white girl with like individual braids with oh, the little no, gold clips in, and I was that. like, yeah, so it doesn't look right. It hurts my nerves. It really does. But that like reminds me of something. I uh, went to this like trip once, and this and I met this professor, and he said everybody wants to be black, but nobody wants to be black. Like, you want to be black when it's, like... Convenient. Yeah. Right. Well, but then as soon as something bad goes down, you don't want to be a part of the race anymore. Right. When there's shootings mm-hmm. or, you know, racism or anything bad that comes with being an African-American. When it's really time to put on. Yeah. Then, right. Then everybody, everybody will know what's going on. If you think about, like, what if, like, we just started reclaiming other people's slurs? Then, yeah. like, people would be hurt, don't you think? Yeah. I feel like there's nothing you can say to yeah. really equip, like, that's equivalent to the N-word to a white person. Like, if you call Not to them, a white person, but to definitely to, to other people of oh, color, yeah, and they yeah, still yeah. use it. Yeah, definitely. I don't think they like it. If we was rapping about it, mm-hmm. I don't think they like it at all. Because, right. I mean, it's like, to them, it would be, like, very provocative, right? But then it's like, to us, the N-word is provocative. But they just don't understand that because they only like hear and like see what they want to see. You know? I think it's that like, because you can't push them to like understand that on our level. I don't think it's just that though because it's a part of music too. Like he said, hip hop and like rap and stuff like that. It's really a huge part and because rappers, other hip hop artists are using it a lot. People are like, it's just a song. I'm gonna sing it along to the song or you know. Oh, <laughs> Drake uses it. Like okay, right. you're Drake's not playing. Drake. Thank <laughs> <Yes>. you. <laughs> Right, it's kind of like, I feel like it came like, became like kind of like a, more like a trend mm-hmm. to oh, kind yeah. of do that than just to like, you know, actually like, be more cautious about it. Yeah, I get you. I, I, have you ever talked to like a, like one of your uncles or something like that, and then like he tells you what the word means, he's like, the N word means ignorant. Like, have y'all heard that before? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's so yeah. different now though. Yeah, but to me, I'm a, I'm a, I personally don't think the N word ever meant ignorant. Like, you don't when you when you see someone that's not black that's doing something stupid, like you don't go you don't just say it about them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. it's it's a word that I feel like historically and in, in the present is only really used to put us down, like subjugate us. It's not it's not meant for everybody else. I mean, like they might you might if you really just you know, but I don't know. I, I don't think it means ignorant at all. That's just my opinion on it. Mm. Uh, new topic, maybe? Um, <laughs> I got a question. Like, uh, do you guys, like, why do you guys think there's double standards between men and women? Just like a quick. I think that's kind of like a historical thing. Kind of like in history, like, the men were known for, like, hunting, and, you know, like, being, like, the main sole providers. And then, like, women were known for staying in the house and taking care of the kids and cleaning and all that other stuff. And so I think that kind of just stuck with us and like up until this day until society in a way. You I mean, know, but like it's still like still that. still think like that. Because women can go out and they can walk up to a cute guy and they're like, yo, I want to take you out. 
they can pay for the meal, for the movie and everything, and right. the guy will feel weird about it. Yeah, and it's just like, I feel like that's kind of just like, like, y'all both looking at me like, ugh, I'm going to do I'm that. No, I mean, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I don't care. That's not my like. But like, she no, asked not- you out, you know? Like, she actually, like, if it was me, I was like, yeah, you want to go on a date? Like, I'm asking you, why am I expecting you to pay for it? Well, like, I'm not dating she, so, like, it's a different thing. Where are these thing. girls asking us on dates, though? I, okay, I because mean, girls are being, girls are more bold now. It's not just a... Yeah. Yeah. They'd be sliding in the DMs. Yeah. Like, hey, you're cute. And, you know, sometimes you get denied, whatever, but that happens to boys, too. Right. So why is it weirder for women to do it than it is for men? I think it's just because of, like, the fact of, like... No offense to you guys, but I think it's, like, the fact of, like, their pride and, like, their raised like oh, yeah. that. Like, you have to be a man, like, kind of, like, that stereotype of, like, oh, men don't cry, boys aren't supposed to cry and get emotional and that stuff like that. Like, they're kind of brought up like that. Like, they're kind of programmed to be that way. Like, you have to do this and this and this. I think it's totally fine for, like, a girl to ask a guy on a date. Like, I don't see that as but a But is it but, like, okay also, for the girl to pay for the date? Yeah, because I think different. it's okay. If you yeah. want, I mean... I mean, I mean that's that different. different. Weird though. Whoever is asking the person on the date, then you pay for the date. That's what I'm thinking. Okay, well, okay. Well, think of it this way. Think of it this way. Ashton, if a girl asks you on a date right now, I'm not going out on a date with a girl. That's the thing. Well, I'm just saying, like, we're being this hypothetical. Is hypothetical. Okay. <laughs> hypothetical. <laughs> hypothetically speaking. <laughs> okay. okay, so hypothetically speaking, mm. a girl asks you out on a date. The check comes. You're at dinner. She drops down her money. You're not going to feel awkward with the money just sitting there? Like, you don't I am going like, to nah, feel nah, awkward. I, I just feel like that in general. Like, whenever, if I go on a date, like, I don't like people paying for me. Yeah. I'm, I Shoot, I do. <laughs> I'm broke. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so you wouldn't mind this? Well, okay. Uh. Like, as a first impression thing, I might have to pull out my credit card or something for her. But if she, like, my girlfriend... No, you you can get tab every now and then. And then I'll get, you <laughs> know, we can go 50-50. I feel like that's how it should be. Honestly. But it's just like a day. Like, the girl thought she, you were sitting there at a frat thing, and the girl thought you were cute. She was like, you know what? I'm going to ask him out on a date. And she you, she asks you out, and you're thinking, I'm going to have to pay for this whole thing. But she pays for it. How are you going to feel about it? I mean. <laughs> okay, I mean, but, like, think of it this way, though. Think of it like this, though. Like, like in some situations like that, though, you kind of just have to, like, let your pride go and just, like, say thank you. Like, shut up and say thank you. Because girls like, that's feel that like way I do. Because yeah. at, at some point, it's going to feel kind of, like, patronizing. Like, you can't pay for this. Like That's true. Yeah. Or, I mean, like, okay, I think I would probably actually just, like, I would let her pay. And then when we're leaving, I'd be like, hey, let's go out. Let's let's go to the ice cream shop. And then I'll buy the ice cream. So it's like she paid for part of the date and I paid for part of the date. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like I went home and my dad, and I told my dad, like, hey, yeah, she paid for me and everything. He'd be like, (laughs) 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 Negro, what? (laughs) But, like, that's where, like, our, like, parents, I feel like our generation, I hate saying that word, our generation, I don't know. But, like, our age group and, like, our parents' age group are, like, really vastly different as far as, like, social issues and, like, opinions. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Because I'll go out and my mom will, um, I have this habit when I was, uh, I have older brothers, so... I always try to outshine them in front of my dad. So I like to run and open doors for other people, no matter, like, where I am. Like, even if I'm hanging out with the dude, I'll open the door for him. And my mom gets, like, really upset about it. She's like, you're not supposed to do that, you know, or I'll, like, sit, like, crisscross applesauce, and my mom will get mad at me. She's like, why are your legs open? Mom, I'm wearing pants. 
You know, and she has a mm. huge problem with it. Does mm. that happen to any of you guys? Yeah, that, that's happened a couple of times. Like, you're not supposed to do that. I'm just like, why? They're doing it. Like, yeah. why does it matter? But it's like, I mean, it's kind of psychologically proven that our parents will never understand us because they're not meant to. You know, yeah. like, it's totally two different timelines, you know? Like, our age group versus their age group. Like, they're not, they're not meant to understand us. They're not meant to mentally, like, hold, like, our capacity of a timeline with them. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, like, I don't know. So, like, boys and girls are raised differently. So, like, just a question. If y'all had a daughter... And let's say she's like 16, she's in high school, she wants to go to a party, you let her leave at 9, what time do you want her to be home? I want her to communicate with me, because I'm a girl, Mm -hmm. and I understand what that's like, you know, for your parents to be like, come back at 12, and you're like, why am I coming back at 12? Like, my brothers had to come back home at 2 o'clock in the morning, all they had to do was text you and say, hey, I'm alive, I didn't get killed. You know, I think that's and it's you just I feel as real dark. I Oh my god, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I feel like being a I mean, being in this age right now, like you feel like, oh yeah, like the independence of your parents may not have given you you want to give to your kids, but I feel like once you're in that adult stage, like you get really protective over them, so then you don't want to give them as much independence as you may have thought you would have before you were a parent. Because my mom, personally, like, my grandma was really strict on her, so she thought when she had a kid, like, she was going to let them just be, like, do what they want pretty much, like how she wanted. But once you have a kid, it's like everything changes and you really put everything into perspective and how the world is today. And you don't really want to let them go out and be in that. But even then, I don't want my kid lying to me. Because at that point, there's, like, some kids, they'll go out and they'll hang out with their parents. They'll do, like... This, that, and the third, and I'm like, oh, I'm a, I, they want to go to a party, but instead of saying, mom and dad, can I go to a party at 9, I'll be back at 1.30, and they'll be like, oh, I'm going to go so, spend it at so-and-so's house. And that's, like, right. way worse, because you don't know where your kid's at, what they're doing, you think you know, until you get a call talking about so-and-so's in the hospital from alcohol poisoning. <laughs> right. Whoa. And it's like kind of <laughs> okay. That's the only situation your parents are gonna like get a phone call yeah, yeah, unless you yeah. want me to make it darker. I mean, I it's mean, realistic. Yeah, it's it is kind realistic. of like if you think about it, though, it's kind of like that, but it's kind of not. It's like, I mean, at least in the barrier that I know of, it's like a lot of parents are kind of letting their kids run the household now. Like, there's no discipline with them, and so it's kind of like they're just like going out whenever they want, going anywhere, not going to school coming in whenever they want, like, as they please. And it's kind of, like, it really just depends because, like, either you put some, like, you know, discipline in them and, like, you know, be like, hey, we need to communicate. You need to be home by this time. You can go with this people, like, you know. Otherwise, you can say, not say anything and they could just, like, walk all over you. And but so it's like, I think that's the thing I don't want to do is, like, let my kid walk all over me. But those are parents mm-hmm. that aren't ready to be parents, in my opinion. Those are people right. who had kids that weren't ready to have a kid and weren't ready to teach somebody the ways of life. And they were like, you know what? Figure it out. I haven't even figured it out. Right, and they're still not ready. Right, and that's what yeah. I'm saying. And so it's kind of like you really just have to, like, be careful and just, like, kind of just, like, do your best anyway. Like, even if you're not ready, do your best anyway because, like, do you really want your kid to be like you, like, in your teenage years? Like, yeah. do you want that to repeat <laughs> itself, <laughs> honestly? Like, I mean, I like, you nice can, like, go back to your teenage years <laughs> and be like, wow, I was crazy and I was stupid. I do not want my kid to be like that. But then are you going to be strong enough to discipline them to not be that way? 
I'm just not I, have kids. I feel like <laughs> with your kids, you also have to, like, you have to give them some leeway, but you also need to still, like, be a parent. Like, you need to be comfortable enough with them to where they're not going to lie to you. They're going to be honest with you, tell you what they're doing, where they're going. I mean, like, everybody lies. I mean, yeah, like, you're right. not always going to say exactly what you're doing, but, I mean, to have enough of a, of a, a good enough relationship with your child to be able to trust them and that they'll be safe. Right. right. Like, we can be friends, but I'm going to always be your parent first. Exactly. But there's not a lot of parents like that anymore. There's, like, parents that are, that's my mom and that's my best friend, and I say whatever I want to say with my mom. Or it's like, Ooh. I'm terrified of my mama, and I don't say or do anything, and I'd rather just lie all the time. There's I, rarely a parents true. that are, like, in the middle. Like, there are parents like that. It's just very rare. I think everyone's relationship with their parents is different. I don't, I don't I mean, like, not that you can have a discussion about it, but, like, you can't really judge unless it's just completely, like, out of, like, too much. Like, you can't really judge someone's relationship with their parents, whether they're, like, a little bit more on the lenient side or a little bit stricter, but not to, like, the abusive side of strict, you know? Mm-hmm. So, Do y'all believe in whooping your kids? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Ashton stuttering. What kind of question? I, don't, I mean, it, when I think <laughs> of, <laughs> I got whooped what? a lot as a kid. Not that, mm-hmm. not a Where lot, but that? like, at the, not like, I did some stupid stuff. I was, I was, yeah, I would say like, I don't know if I would whoop my kids. First of all, I don't even like. Well, yeah, I don't know if I would whip my kids, but I'll like, whip my cousins. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <She's> <laughs> okay. It, I would say I like it worked on me to an extent, but like I wouldn't want to do it too much, if that makes sense. Yeah, uh, like an abusive manner. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I got you. and I don't think my parents did that. I don't think so. Yeah, if you because were doing stupid stuff and you kept doing stupid stuff, you get a whooping every day. That right. was me. From ages two to uh, thirteen, you got a woman every day. <laughs> every day, <laughs> and it was for the same stupid stuff. Like it was what? so bad. Um, so I have older brothers, but they were never allowed to hit me. So if I if they said something I didn't like, I would uh, grow out my nails and dig my nails to their skin. I used to do that to bite people. them. Or right on the walls, or if my mom made me mad, I'd throw all my toys on the floor Mm-mm. and like yell at her. I meant like more recent to thirteen, because that looks. Oh, like more recent to thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my parents are really strict, and mm-hmm. I didn't really care for it. And they were like, "You're not allowed to have social media." But I was like, "All oh, my friends have Facebook. I don't want Facebook." And so I made a Facebook, and like the idiot I am, I added my aunt, and my aunt came in the house, and she was. Like, oh, by the way, the name was Jay Vanity. I wanted to have a completely fake name. Oh I did that too. I did not have a Facebook. Name. I made oh a fake my God. name. But my dad found out and he was so pissed. I, I'm pretty sure she accidentally brought it up. Like, I added everybody in my family but, like, my parents because they don't have one. They don't believe in it. So I was just being an idiot. Creating pages and social media I wasn't supposed to be creating. I did, like, some conniving stuff when I was little. So I would, like, I would say, like, I deserve maybe that whooping. Like, one time. <laughs> Like, I used to forge my parents' signature a lot. I don't know where I got I that from. That was throughout middle school, though. Even, or before middle school, I did it in elementary school. I did it, oh. what was it? I did it in second grade. Your handwriting skills must be It good. was awful. No, oh. they <laughs> caught it immediately. They're like, oh. <laughs> you 
said you signed this spell test and I'm, I'm just going to leave your hair right in this yeah, it was like It was a little behavior slip and I literally signed my, my parents' name like in like second grade cursing. <laughs> you never got, you got caught like the first time you did it or what? I got caught the first time and I still did it. Like, <laughs> I you did it on some smart. Other, yeah, no, When I, I first did it, I took a month and like kept getting like my mom's signatures from things and then when she wasn't looking, I would rewrite it until I felt like it was perfect. Mm-hmm. And then in the um, the eighth grade, I had a teacher who wanted your homework signed every single night. So sometimes I do the homework like before PE. Sorry, mom, because I know she's gonna listen to this later. <laughs> I wouldn't like forge her signature. I don't do it anymore. Like I stopped after eighth grade because who needs stuff it? like that? It doesn't really matter. It's just like okay, you did your homework. All right, you ain't met right. my parents though. Oh. <laughs> I did it. My mom wanted me to do it. The night before, it had to be all done before I went to school. I would do it literally the period before. Like, in oh, gym, yeah, no. I'd be writing down my homework all sloppy. It was really bad. Mm-hmm. I used to get sneakier with it, though. Like, all eighth grade, maybe, like, eighth, seven, six, like, I used to get detentions. And I would sign my parents' signature, and, like, I never got caught. Um, so, I was, like, maybe all that first grade practice, like, <laughs> it worked out. Y'all was bold. I- <laughs> yeah, no. See, the thing but is, we used to get every day. <laughs> I only got, I only got whooped one time. Only took one time. I was terrified because <laughs> it's like I threw like a temper tantrum, and then my mom hurt me, and I was like, okay, I'm not. I'm one done. time your entire life. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. What, what was the temper tantrum for? Like, what, what was it? I don't even know. <laughs> like, I don't even like remember like all that much. I mean, I guess I saw, like, other kids acting out and getting their way with it, so I decided to do it. Quick question. And then it didn't work. Huh? I didn't see that white. Were the other kids white? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think they were. Most of them were. And I'm just like, well, maybe it'll work for me. And it didn't work out that way. Because I had some friends who would, like, go to the movies with their moms, and their moms would be like, and they'll be like, Mom, I want gummy bears. And she'll be like, oh, honey, but, like, I can't get gummy bears right now. Like, we're going to be late. She said, Mom, I want gummy bears. And you're like, sitting <laughs> in the back seat, like, oh. And they're like, yelling, if you don't get my effing teddy bear, like, you're like, oh, my God, Mom, like, what do you mean? Like, I was oh, like, why are you yelling at her? And I, I would, like, turn and look at them, like, are you insane? Like, I really, right, like, like, for real? I'm just like, are you out of your mind? Yeah, but their What's, moms would just sit there and, like, cry and stuff. Like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, my mom yeah. would never have that. Right, and that's <laughs> like, no, but, like, that's over. the thing I was talking about, though, is, like, kids taking over their households because I saw the same thing exactly happen to, like, a mom and her kid, and they're and they're black. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, you, you, your child is talking to you like that, and you, you sitting there, and you cry. You just and look I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about y'all, but, like, no. when I was in public with my mom, and I was cutting up. She just had to give me a look. She just gave me that one look, and I knew, like, all right, Micah, shut up. My <laughs> sister would up. do the same thing with her kids. She used to keep a wooden spoon in her purse. Like, we'd be at the mall together. And because my sister and I have, like, a big age difference, so between me and my, my niece is five years, and my nephew's probably, like, eight. So we were, like, younger, like, to where I was probably, like, 13-ish, and they'd be, like, I don't know, whatever age they are. And they'd be acting up in like the mall or something, and all she do, she just pull out the spoon and look at him. Like, 
Not even God, something. Not even <laughs> no, that's, how, yep. that's how. No. That's how my grandma was. You guys all had a wooden spoon. spoon. No, I didn't. I didn't really get hit as a kid. I my was mom, bad. my parents yeah. don't believe in that. They believe the belt is the only yeah. solution. You don't need nothing. Oh no! Oh no! Cord. They don't we believe had, in that. No, we had spoons <laughs> Thank God. and belts and switches. No, oh, no, switch. my parents. You, have you got lucky. My parents are like, all you need is the belt. I don't see this sense of hitting you with like. A freaking lamp, like <laughs> no, we had one spoon. We had spoons. They know that backhand too. Yeah, backhand too. Nobody got hit with that. That's just me. No, like, <laughs> like for the face. No, not to <laughs> oh. get my mom arrested on. Oh. <laughs> or you know, what my favorite line was, "You better stop crying before I give you something to cry about." Oh, oh god! Oh my god! You get that little stutter and then you'll right. be like tears running down your eyes. Right. Sniffling. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> like, like, bubble. And then what about when you when you like trying to be quiet? And go, Are you still crying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and you like can't stop hyperventilating. <laughs> and you're really trying. Like your heart is. I like too much. Okay. Uh, Y'all like too much. We went from the N-word to getting whoopings. <laughs> right. But I do feel like it helps. Like, I mean, I was personally, I was good, and I didn't really get it hit that often. Nice. But I feel like my little brother, like, he acts out way too much to the point where I just want to hit him. I'm like, why don't you hit him? Like, I'm talking to my mom, like, you just need to you just slap him. Because he's like, like, well, you don't know. Like, he talks back so much. He has such a smart mouth that you're like, you're not going to learn until someone, like, oh, like, oh I can't imagine like thinking that. about it. Like, She's you really need to beat him. Like, and he'll learn, and he'll stop. Listeners, no, I want y'all to know how it. passionate Maya looks right now. She's talking about <laughs> popping her little brother. So <laughs> like, I want to do this all the time, and she's just like, no, like, you can't hit your brother, but I mean, you want if, to. Yes, and if you just do it one time, you'll know he'll stop. But that's not uh, it, because I have a two-year-old cousin that's really bad. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and she, um, she'll say or do anything, like, her uh, older sister was sitting in the back of my mom's car, and... She like told her to stop doing something, and she she said no. And she was like, "What did I tell you about saying no?" She's like, "I already said it." <laughs> Two years old, got a smart oh mouth, no. and like the only and we'll pop her, we'll hit her, we'll do anything, and she'll do it again. Like she'll get up and do it again. But the second she is like a like a huge fear of dogs. So me being the evil person I am, I would I took her on a walk once around my block, and a lot of people have like dogs. And I put her near the fence where the dogs would see her and start barking. <laughs> and they would bark at her and she'll start screaming. And I said, evil. Is evil. It? And I look at her and I said, next time you're being a bad girl, I'm going to put you up there. So, <laughs> I'm not evil. See, I was <laughs> doing stuff like that. <laughs> Every topic we go on. Yeah, no, see, like, even, like, my little cousins, though, they were like that, too. They had, like, bad mouth, smart mouth, and it's just, like, when they got hit, they actually laughed. Really? Yeah. Oh. Not, like, not like that. What like, in the world? They oh, laughed, laugh, like, hee hee, like. Like, like, <laughs> like they were, like, they were, like, laugh, oh, or, like. <laughs> That's what you think? They were, like, laugh, and, like, you know, they didn't do the whole time out thing. They were just, like, you know, I'm not doing this, and they would just, like, walk away. I'm just, like. I laughed. You one are. Time. I caught the but belt. But it's once. because 
Okay, so I, I caught a belt once. When, when I was little, I used to like to like lick the butter. I'd like take the, like, you know the sink of butter. I would just be out in like your kitchen, a little. Yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I used to just like. So I, I used to I'd do eat stuff it. like that. Too. Okay, right. So my mom called me. She said, "Stop doing it." I said, "Okay." She went back around the corner to her room. So I said, "I'm gonna go give me some more butter." <laughs> <laughs> so she came back. She's like, "I told you to stop." So she grabbed me by the arm. She was about to hit me, and I jumped. So she missed. And I was like, "You miss." And then. Hell. <laughs> 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 that was the worst. That was the only time my mother has ever hit me. I was like hysterical when I was like getting whooped like I don't know like I would cry before like I even got in trouble because I knew it was coming <laughs> yeah no, same. like, like boo hoo crying like like ugly oh my god one time my mom did this like psychological thing okay and she was like go go in your bedroom like lay down and like she had the belt out and she just let me sit there I'm just crying on the bed <laughs> And she's eating dinner, walking around the house, just waiting for me to come in. And then she tells me, she's like, okay, you're done. I was like, I was like, I like oh. Oh. Oh, oh, man, I was mad. I caught the belt once. Though, worked, and I just looked no, at my, my mom. I was like, she's like, let go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, tears running down my face like, shit. <laughs> My brother did that once. He like he'd get in trouble at school or something. He would just know he'd come in the car. Mom be like, "What's wrong?" He'd just start crying. And then he'd be like, "Look here, my like here's the behavior slip. Like I messed up at school today." He'd just be crying the whole time. And then she feels bad for him. She's like, "Okay, whatever." But you need to hit him, bro. Like someone. He's so upset. The fire in her eyes right now. Somebody does. You look so upset. I would. I mean, I would do it anyway. Anything anyway. I'd be like, if you're not going to discipline him, I'm going to discipline him. I feel like eventually he's going to say the wrong thing to the wrong person. Because he's only in eighth grade. He's about to be in high school. And he's just going to get his ass beat. And maybe he'll learn then. Uh, oh, he's a huge kid. I thought he was like a six-year-old. Right. I'm imagining a full six-year-old. Like, you know what you're doing. Oh, no. Well, I mean, Leave him down. He's a teenager. I don't know. As a, as a, as a like... He's eighth grade. He's a young man, so like yeah, I, know, I would. I didn't get whooped in eighth yeah, grade. Yeah, <laughs> about eighth grade, like oh, you, your parents can like whoop you up till like well, as a guy, they can hit you till like I don't know about girls, but they can whoop you till like middle of the seventh grade. But once you start hitting that puberty, you be wanting to hit back. I mean, you don't. <laughs> Yo. But you be grabbing the belt, snatching it. I used to do that to my mom. Sorry, mom. But, yeah. but I mean, like, mom's gonna listen later too. Yeah. <laughs> but you mean like that one phrase that like your parents always say though, like you're never too old to like uh-huh. get a. I'm just like, no, my mom will look at my brother and be like, hey Sean, you're not too old for me to punch you in the throat. <laughs> I'd be like, okay. whoa, so, <laughs> is that dark again? Yeah, it's real dark. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I'm not that. dark. <laughs> I have dark humor, but like, I'm not dark. All right, I'm going to just on. tell y'all my whooping story real quick because I feel like we got to wrap it up. It's been like an hour. Oh, has it? Yeah. So I want to say I was like eight or nine. <laughs> I can't even say it's a straight face. I was like eight or nine. And like as a little kid, I thought it was really funny to like fart. So like when people farted, I thought it was hilarious. So we were, <laughs> we were at the dinner table. <laughs> oh. Classic oh. night. Oh, no. <laughs> we were at the dinner table and I just let one, <laughs> I just let one loose. And like, my mom just looked loud. at me like she didn't even say nothing. <laughs> she just got up in that belt. She went up, she grabbed the belt, and like she just went to work right there. Like, that's a terrible memory for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you like, farted at the dinner table? Yeah. So everybody could taste your ass? Right. <laughs> 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 I thought it was hilarious. No, nah, that was evil. <laughs> you did it in laptop, and everyone said nothing. She just went upstairs. No, I was like, I did it, and then like, 
I knew everyone was mad, so like I was laughing, but it was more like a <laughs> laugh, like <laughs> while I'm eating my food. And yeah, that's my story. So we all talked about getting beat up. Yeah, that's and a nice. It's a nice story to leave off really our podcast. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. right. It was discipline. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't nothing wild. Yeah. So message of the day: we'll Discipline your kids. Or else they gonna have dark stories. Yeah, <laughs> they please dark stories like your kids. They'll turn out to be great people. Cause I mean, these kids, they got iPads and all that stuff, yeah. and like they know how to work all of that. I'm just like, you're three years old. You should be, like, going outside watching cartoons or something. No, nah, like. my two-year-old cousin got her own phone. Yeah, see, stuff like that. And it no. works. Like, she calls people and everything. Yeah, see, no. Stuff like that, no. I don't need to have all that. <laughs> she, she got mad. No. No, just no. All right, yeah. So, um, yeah, let's go ahead and wrap it up. <laughs> um, Are we going to end the day with food? I, You know, I think we covered food. I think we kind of touched on it. on it, yeah. Yeah, we touched on it. So, yeah, uh, that concludes the first Black at Stan podcast. Again, it was brought to you by the Black Student Union here at Stan State. Uh, everybody have a blessed day.